Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to episode 241 of Lean Blog Audio. It is December 4th, 2017. And uh, today's blog post is titled, A Powerful Message from Toyota's President, Akio Toyota, No Best, Only Better. So recently, last week, I, I saw a number of people shared a message, a kind of an open letter that Akio Toyota posted online. The headline from the Toyota website reads, uh, making ever better cars and human resource development the forces that power sustainable growth. So Mr. Toyota starts by emphasizing a lesson that the company learned during the financial crisis. He, he wrote that rapid growth, if not built on a so solid foundation, can ultimately fail to serve the interests of stakeholders when it leads to rapid downturn. So instead of blaming the economic climate or political circumstances, Toyota takes ownership of his responsibility to navigate such waters so Toyota, the company, can be successful, quote, in any environment. Now, many times in the past year, I've heard hospital leaders complain about what they describe as, you know, uncertainty in Washington, D.C. They're using the uncertainty around possible Affordable Care Act repeal or other potential changes as a result to not invest in building capabilities around lean and Kaizen. You know, as if things are ever likely to become less uncertain in D.C. I mean, we have congressional elections every two years. So instead of conserving and holding on to cash, maybe these hospitals should learn how to get more agile and nimble in these uncertain environments. I mean, if this isn't a good time to build or, or strengthen a culture of continuous improvement, then, then when? So what does, back to Toyota, what does Toyota mean by competitiveness, he says, I do not only refer to quantifiable things like costs and productivity. It is crucial that we improve the intangibles that make us competitive by, for example, developing human resources who are passionate about making ever better cars and making the world a better place and who work to make constant improvements based on Genshi Gembutsu, as he says in parentheses, on-site, hands-on experience. So it reminds me of what Dr. W. Edwards Deming, who was deeply influential uh, on Toyota, said. Dr. Deming said, it is wrong to suppose that if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. A costly myth. Now, Deming often gets misquoted out of context as saying just the part uh, that reads, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. You know, because Dr. Deming also said, as I've linked to um, a couple pages on the Deming Institute blog. Um, you, you can find links to all of this at leanblog.org slash audio 241. Deming said, the most important figures that one needs for management are unknown or unknowable. I mean, can you measure passion as Mr. Toyota talks about? Can the company measure how they are making the world a better place? Uh, maybe not. In his message, Toyota encourages employees. He says, uh, don't rely solely on data. I want you to take what you felt with your own senses, take the true essence of things and use it to make ever better cars. Because he writes about a process of driving the actual roads, observing customers, understanding their situations and needs. And I think that's a great lesson for any leader in any business. It reminds me of the lean startup admonition to get out of the office, to go understand a day in the life of your customers and the problems they are trying to solve. Mr. Toyota wrote, the road teaches the people and the people make the cars. You know, Toyota talks about the need for a, what he calls a startup mindset in what is an 80-year-old company. That's not surprising to me, considering how Toyota has learned from Eric Ries and the Lean Startup Movement 
as uh, he discussed in his book, The Startup Way. Um, you can also find a blog post from 2014 video of some Toyota engineers talking about lean startup methods and my podcast with Eric Reese, which you can find uh, at leanblog.org slash 290. Mr. Toyota also wrote, Today we are faced with a number of new rivals. We share with them the startup mindset of wanting to make the world a better place. Now, those new rivals include Tesla, a company that, if you believe recent news reports, is not much of a competitor when it comes to building in quality. And I, I think we're going to be blogging about that um, possibly tomorrow. So Toyota ends his message with a few things he believes. He says, I believe growth must be sustainable. I believe if you do the right thing, the money will follow. I believe we have to earn our customer smiles every day and exceed their expectations. I believe there is no best, only better. I believe we are a company of dedicated, passionate people that can accomplish anything. And I believe Toyota will continue to constantly strive to improve the lives of customers and society as a whole. And I, and I think you know that, that, that idea, there's no best, only better, and, and his other points there, are the core message of Kaizen and continuous improvement, the way Toyota strives for perfection. And, and I think that's all a really powerful message, whether you're in a startup, a big company, or a health system. So I also want to share a, a comment that was posted uh, on LinkedIn. I've also shared it on the blog here. Andre Demarchant wrote, the comment about uncertainty resonates with me as it has such a paralyzing effect. On a business trip three weeks ago, I sat beside an emergency department physician leader from a facility on the U.S. West Coast, and we discussed the current state of healthcare in that country, in the U.S. The plan that his organization had for facing the uncertain future was to do nothing until the future becomes clear. Now, this wasn't a small hospital. He was from a large, well-respected organization. And the likelihood that waiting to do anything until the path forward was clear would then be way too late to do anything meaningful had never entered their mind. So, you know, Andre, I've, I've, I've crossed paths with a number of times. He's a former Toyota guy from uh, Canada. Really um, always appreciate his thoughts and, and input when he comments on, on these posts. And, um, you know, I, I, I said in, re in response that, you know, doing nothing is arguably not the rational thing to do. But I think it's understandable in the context of what you would call the fight or flight response that kicks in when individuals are scared. You know, the same thing seems to happen at an organizational level, which probably isn't surprising since organizations are collections of individuals. But what if that organization had a brave, articulate leader who could try to help others see that they should own and create their future instead of being passive victims of it? And, and Andre replied, yes, it, that is it exactly. Shape the future or live the future that is thrust upon you. One thing that's missing is the lack of urgency. In Andre's experience, he says, in my experience, leaders often don't realize that the closer you get to the exact time that a change in your business is taking place, the fewer options you have to react um, in, in, uh, to manage that change. For example, financial insecurity can be man managed by methodical waste removal, which takes time and preserves process integrity, or it can be managed by last minute FTE layoffs, which solves the problem only for the moment, leaves the waste in place and generates unsupported processes. He asks, as a leader, what type of legacy do you want to live? So as always, uh, great comment. 
thought-provoking um, ideas from Andre. So uh, if you want links to all of that, including uh, a link to the discussion on LinkedIn, again, you can go to leanblog.org audio 241.